Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens. A production of WQPT. PBS for the Quad Cities region. A podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues, and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is the Cities Podcast. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds announced a bold list of ideas she wants to see enacted by the Republican-controlled state legislature. And in this election year, as she seeks a second full term, much of what she's proposing may very well be enacted. We were able to talk with the governor after her appearance at the North Scott Rotary Club's meeting. You're proposing a 4% flat tax that would be phased in over four years. Why not go bold faster? Yeah, well, we want to make sure that we're doing it in a responsible manner. We've ran the runs, and this is what we can do. Uh, not only is it make us more competitive, help Iowans keep more of their hard-earned money, but it also makes us more competitive. And just like I did in 2018 when I passed the largest uh, income tax cut in the history of our state, we've been able to recognize increased growth, uh, and so we're still over-collecting, and that's why we came back this year to, again, reduce taxes even further. And actually, with the 4% uh, flat tax rate, when I took office, we had the sixth highest income tax rate in the country. And with my plan, we'll go from the sixth highest to the fourth lowest, fifth lowest, excuse me, to the fifth lowest. And so we start to really become competitive. And when I have, you know, 17 states that are led by Democratic governors that have lower taxes than Iowa, we are not where we need to be. We are not competitive. We need to grow this state. And this is one of the ways that we can do that because that money that we give back to Iowans will turn over and over in our communities, on our main streets, in our businesses and restaurants, and we'll continue to see that economic growth that I believe is possible. Well, and as you know, some of your Republican colleagues would like to see no income tax in Iowa. Why didn't you push that far? Well, I mean, it's, I'm not ruling it out down the road. I just think this is a res the, the, the responsible next step and it makes us very competitive. I, I love the fact that we're no longer going to tax retirement to tax pensions, IRAs, 401ks. Um, that impacts a lot of Iowans. And what we're seeing right now is they're leaving the state to go to Florida and Arizona and Texas. And uh, heck, they're even going to Nebraska because they have lower um, taxes on their pension. And that's, again, those are volunteers. That's money that turns over in our communities. We want to keep them in the state of Iowa. So I'm really excited about that um, component of the tax bill. It's a full tax repeal on individuals that are paying taxes on their retirement income. And, and the other thing that I really like about our bill is it rewards work and and it's so important that we're doing that right now especially with the unprecedented worker shortage that this is being experienced across the nation and of course right here in the great state of Iowa. Now your tax plan also calls for cuts in corporate taxes as well is that not true? Yeah that is true. 
Um, it's it's it, it's a little further out, so we're not as ambitious as we are with the four years to get to four percent. Uh, the um, repeal on uh, retire tax on retirement income is actually effective next year. Uh, this takes a little bit time, a little bit longer to bring it down. But again, I want to point out that California, Illinois, and New York have lower corporate tax rates than Iowa. If California, that back, almost taxes breathing, uh, has a lower tax rate than Iowa does, we are not any even close to being in the ballpark. And so it's in just another piece of you know, making Iowa competitive and encouraging growth and, lo and businesses locating in the state of Iowa. And they hire, they pay taxes. Again, that, that's what helps to grow our economy and brings people to the state of Iowa. Governor, let's talk about jobs because it's so critical to improve the economy in Iowa, but now it's such a different economy. You can't just have a job post and expect a bunch of people to apply. People are pickier than ever. People are looking for part-time work. You're looking at people who want to work from home. It really is a whole different landscape when it comes to job creation for states like Iowa. Yeah, it, it truly is. I mean, just unprecedented worker shortages. Uh, COVID hasn't helped that. The uncertainty from the administration, it's impacting the supply chain. Um, so we really have to take a look at the system in Iowa and we need to lead on this. And, and, and I'm lucky we have a great foundation to build on. Unanimously, every single Republican and Democrat voted for Future Ready Iowa, which has a goal of having 70% uh, uh, of Iowans in the workforce have education or training beyond high school by the year 2025. We're making great gains with that. We've incorporated registered apprenticeship program, work-based learning, computer science into our, you know, our K-12 educational system. That's providing that pipeline and we're seeing some great um, things come of that. The other thing we needed to do, I said, is it starts with, I think, revamping our unemployment system into a reemployment system. So I'm setting up a bureau that will deal with just re-employing Iowans whose sole focus will be helping them uh, do the resume, get the skills, match them up with a job, one-on-one -on -one career coaching from day one. We also said that because there are so many jobs available, it's just really unreasonable to allow people to be on, on unemployment benefits for over six months. Uh, where I'm asking the legislature to reduce that to four, I think that's still reasonable. And again, remember, one-on-one -on -one career coaching, we're working with that individual. We have more job openings than we have people on unemployment. And so, and in every, every sector, so a lot of opportunity, uh, we're willing to invest in them and help them get a job and, and help them have a career where they can take care of themselves and their family. Let's be honest, you want to be as, as aggressive as possible, but you know what, every neighboring state, you know, 49 other states in the union are trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Why do you think Iowa and your plan is the answer? Well, that's all we talk about when we get together as governors. Make no mistake, everybody is dealing with this. This is across the country. Uh, we're in a better position than most. We have the ninth highest labor participation rate in the country, but we're still not where we were before 2020. And we used to be in the top four uh, with labor participation rates. So we have work to do. 
Uh, you know, we're just every day we're focused on that. I spent the entire interim uh, looking. I challenged all of our agencies to, to find what kind of workforce programs they have. Um, what is the return on investment? What are the outcomes? And, you know, we had over a thousand and eleven different agencies. It's too complicated. People don't know about it. So we're streamlining it. We're identifying the ones that work. We're looking for ways to scale them. And then I think really just re standing up its own bureau uh, for reemployment uh, of Iowans will go a long way and just coordinating the efforts that we're putting forward. But we're continually looking for new things that we need to do. We just need to bring new people to Iowa too. So we've been very aggressive with our This Is Iowa campaign. Uh, the tax structure is another way to bring people here. but. To really highlight, you know, we kept our kids in school. So many of the states and in Iowans who have left the state and haven't had their children in a classroom for over two years, Iowa is starting to look pretty appealing. I talked about the couple that moved here from California uh, because they wanted out of just the chaos and the high taxes that they were experiencing in California. They love Iowa. Um, so we've got a great story to tell, low cost of living, great quality of life, great school system that we kept open. So I think we've got a good story to tell. We just need to do a better job of telling it. Yeah, and we had an economist on who says that the key thing is to make Iowa cool, a place that people want to move yeah. to, a place that, you know, is going to invigorate young families. Are you a little worried that perhaps some of the agenda on the Republican side as far as social issues, let's talk about uh, abortion or, or the fact that uh, the uh, person in the state Senate was talking about sinister motives in some teachers in the classroom. Are you worried that that type of language and those type of moves could be a hindrance to jobs? creation? You know, as the governor of Iowa, I think I made it very clear in the condition of the state and really my record has made it very clear how much I appreciate um, our teachers and educators and what we've done to support them, whether it's the teacher, teacher leadership and compensation program, whether it's STEM, STEM best, uh, work-based learning, registered apprenticeship programs, whether it's uh, helping provide professional development, whether it's uh, giving them um, a thousand dollar bonus to say thank you for staying in school when other states uh, didn't the teachers didn't and we want you to stay whether it's a teacher registered apprenticeship program that we just launched that was the first in the nation I think we've done a good job of I have of making uh, our educators know that they're important and critical my daughter is a, is a public teacher so public educator so you know I get to give her a hug and tell her thanks uh, for doing what she's done through some really difficult times and you know we do have a great story to tell we've got a lot to build on and so broadband we're ahead of where many of the other states are at because we were aggressive and led and we had the programs in place and we have um, allocated over 300 million in broadband connectivity that has leveraged millions of private sector funding uh, to connect the state from one corner to the next it's fiber to the home it's a hundred up a hundred down that's how we you know grow uh, prosperity and opportunity in every single corner of the state. We're working on trails and, and uh, white water courses and just a lot of cool things. The Field of Dreams was uh, just, we knocked it out of the park with that. And you know, the entire country got a sneak peek of just the coolness that's happening here in the state of Iowa. And so we're gonna build on um, those, those opportunities that we've had to showcase uh, not only what we have to offer here in the state, but I, I, put, I would put Iowans up against anybody else. Um, I tell you, they are kind-hearted, caring, uh, they take care of their neighbors, hardworking, salt of the earth, and so, you know, by far our biggest asset is our people, but we got a lot to, to offer 
uh, especially when it comes to housing and just cost of living. But once again, is, is some of this rhetoric a setback to your efforts? I don't know I, because I'm out there every day talking about the positive things that are happening in Iowa. I get a chance to do that frequently. There's rhetoric on both sides, so I don't think you can stand there and tell me that rhetoric is only happening on one side of the aisle. There's a lot of misinformation that's happening uh, on the other side as well. And so you just have to go through, you just have to push past that and really focus on what you think will make a difference. And that's what I've done. And you know, one of the reasons we're in the place that we are is because we put our faith in Iowans to do the right thing, and they did. We kept our economy open, and that had a huge impact on Iowans, on our kids, on our employers, and on our, in a, on our economy. And it's the reason we're the number one state for opportunity. It's the reason um, that the Wall Street Journal just published my bold, my bold tax plan because, you know, they know that this will make a significant difference uh, for our state and put us on the map. And so those are the things that we're talking about uh, when we're talking about why Iowa. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.